0: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John, John saw Jesus coming toward him and declared, here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me. I myself did not know him. And I myself have seen and have testified that this is the son of God. The next day, John again was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, look, here is the lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, what are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher. Where are you staying? He said to them, come and see. They came and saw where he was staying and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: When I tell people in social settings that I work with a homeless ministry in Boston, The questions from these very well-meaning people who have never experienced homelessness nor been in relationship with people who have, usually revolve around why the people are homeless and what the quick fix might be. They ask questions such as, are they just lazy? Don't they choose to live that way? Why can't they find work? Many of them look perfectly able. Do they need job training? In the mind of the general public, the answer to homelessness is work. In America, we've been ingrained with the Horatio Alger ethic that says we should all be able to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and get over whatever obstacle has temporarily befallen us. And truthfully, miraculously, many people do that every day. These are the people with whom most of us probably never interact, because they are homeless for only a short period of time. They were perhaps living close to the edge already, paycheck to paycheck, then suffered a layoff, an injury or illness, a divorce, a death in the family, a house fire, With the support of family, friends, church, and community, they have recovered from their malady and gotten back on their feet. They may have used the emergency shelter system for a short time and eaten free meals in churches, but they always knew that this was a temporary situation for them. Within a matter of weeks or months, they were back at work and back at home. These people actually account for the majority of those who are included in homelessness statistics, but they use only a small percentage of the allocated resources. And they are not the people we think of when we talk about the homeless. Most of the people in my community, the common cathedral community, have come to own that label of homeless. They are far beyond those first weeks or months In fact, many of them have lived on the streets or in shelters for many years. Homelessness has become their identity and their way of life. There are many reasons why they lost their homes in the first place, some of the reasons already mentioned above, but for them, there may have been added tragedy, such as loved ones killed in an accident, perhaps an accident that they feel responsible for. There may have been repeated childhood abuse that continued into adult relationships. For women, this is almost always a factor in homelessness. Usually when someone ends up on the streets for years, there are multiple reasons. For example, a house fire that resulted not only in loss of home, but disability and loss of family members. And this for a person who was already struggling with depression. The depression itself did not land them on the streets, but compounded by other losses, it was just too much to handle. Depression became despair, and the most apparent way to cope was to self-medicate with alcohol or drugs. If a person doesn't have family, church, or community support to carry them through such a tragedy, it's hard to imagine them landing anywhere else but on Boston Common, not on their feet, but on their knees. I think we all as a society, but especially as the body of Christ, have some culpability in the fact that people sleep on the streets. We have let our economy become one where even people who do have steady income from work, from disability insurance, from public assistance, Even those people cannot afford a safe, decent place to live. The solution to homelessness is housing. Safe, affordable, stable housing. It should be available to every human being, regardless if they are able to work, regardless if they have physical, mental, or addiction-related disabilities. Housing is a basic human right. If our families, churches, and communities were better safety nets and were willing to carry people even when they can't pull themselves up by their bootstraps, even when they're dealing with things that we don't like to talk about, alcoholism, mental illness, poverty. If we would model our actions after God's economy, where grace is freely given and never earned, then none of us would ever have to experience homelessness. And let me be clear that any of us, including me, could experience homelessness at some time in our lives. I'd like you to do a little visualization for a moment. Think about your home. Think about what home means to you. Home is a place that offers physical comfort. It's warm and dry and nurturing. It's a place that you might share with people you love, where you can lock the world out and your stuff in. You can feel safe and you can keep your belongings safe. It's a place where you can have privacy. It's a place that you can decorate the way you like as an expression of your personality and a place where you can entertain guests. Now imagine for a moment what it would be like not to have that place, not to have home. In addition to stable housing, another basic human need is community. Ecclesia Ministries is about forming supportive spiritual community to help people rise above the despair and hopelessness that they feel so that they can advocate for themselves to receive the basic necessities of life. We meet them where they are, on the streets, and we try to help them find some hope through witnessing to them of God's love. Our ministers, volunteers, and partner congregations Build relationships with the poorest people of Boston to walk with them on their journey and to be that embracing, loving family that they need. Everyone needs a place where they're known by name and where they can feel safe and loved and valued. Common Cathedral is that place, that spiritual home. That family in which people who have experienced homelessness for many years can begin to find hope for a better life. In today's gospel, Jesus has been baptized and is beginning his ministry on earth. He's been empowered with the Holy Spirit, and people sense that power in him. They start following him and become his disciples. This is the beginning of the church a group of people living together for the purpose of spreading the good news of God's love and of transforming the world. They are drawn to Jesus because they know that he will bring them to God to help them be closer to God, to know God. They learn all they can from Jesus and then they go out to preach and heal in his name. And anyone who's drawn to this community is welcome to join them. This is our earliest model of what the church looks like and its purpose. In many ways, this is the model that common cathedral tries to follow. We don't have a building, but we are a church. The people of God gathered together for the purpose of bringing others closer to God of proclaiming the kingdom and transforming the world. Common cathedral offers the gifts of the church to people on the street. Gifts like prayer, worship, sacraments, radical welcome, sanctuary, community, celebration in the midst of brokenness, and opportunities to develop leadership. All of these gifts of the church are signs of God's love, God's free gifts to us, and they help us to hold on to hope. A large part of Ecclesia's mission is bringing together housed and unhoused people in community to be church together and to share the gifts that the church has to offer. By being in relationship with each other, housed and unhoused, by being church together, by worshiping and praying, celebrating and working together, we are witnessing to each other of God's love for all of us. When church groups come to visit Common Cathedral, as members of Trinity will today, they often exclaim, it was hard to tell who was homeless and who wasn't. They're just like us. And they're often surprised to find that they got as much out of the interaction as they gave. So be sure to ask the folks who come to worship with us today what they got out of the experience. Our common cathedral worship takes place on Boston Common every Sunday at the Brewer Fountain near the Park Street Tea Stop. We gather in a circle around a portable altar in a space that's architecturally a circle bordered by lawns and benches that and becomes the hub of many pathways to the common. After blessing the bread and the grape juice, we invite the people with the words, the gifts of God for the people of God. And then we turn 360 degrees while elevating the gift. When I make this gesture, I understand it to mean that the gifts are for everyone and that the people of God are everywhere in front behind on all sides and even beyond the range of my eyes. The people of God are not just us huddled inside this building. But the people of God are all of those people out there, too. Lastly, I'd like to thank Trinity for your financial support over the years. Ecclesia Ministries is not supported by the Episcopal Diocese or any denomination's governing body. We are an independent, ecumenical ministry, and we depend on the generosity of individuals, congregations like yours and grants from foundations to continue our ministry. When your outreach or missions committee is considering its giving each year, I hope that you will always remember Ecclesia Ministries. Please take our newsletter. There's a whole pile in the back of the church. Share it with a friend. Ask them to make a donation as well. And if you have any affiliation with charitable foundations, I'd love to speak with you after the service. And finally, most importantly, I ask you to keep the common cathedral community in your prayers. Thank you very much for having us here today.